1: Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire
2: Victory. To
0: and, uh, we Good morning, Sister Yvonne.
1: Happy Wednesday. Good to hear your sound. Top, oh, I mean <laughs> you, Top of the morning. Good morning. Oh, let me let her
0: finish. Thank you, Jesus. Top of
1: the morning. Good morning and happy Wednesday. Day. Good to hear your sound.
0: Do you know this Good morning, Mr. Brother you? Michael. It's Sister Sabrina, amen. Good morning, Sister Sabrina. Happy
1: Wednesday.
0: Happy well, I'm happy new.
1: Wednesday.
0: Happy, happy Wednesday. Wednesday. I'm new. My name is Miss Penny.
1: Good morning, Miss Penny. Happy Wednesday. Glad you are here with us this morning. Who invited you?
0: Miss Sabrina.
1: Oh, awesome. That's my <laughs> Oh, all right. Happy <laughs> Wednesday. So glad you called in. I hope you continue to call in.
0: Thank you.
1: You're so welcome. Amen. Good morning. It's Susie.
0: Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday.
1: Happy Wednesday to you, too. God bless you. That bless you as well. Thank Good you. Good
2: morning.
1: This is JC. Happy Wednesday. And happy, happy morning, birthday, thank you. Susie. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Happy, <laughs> happy, birthday. Morning. happy birthday, Susie.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, Susie. Happy birthday. We love you.
2: Thank you. Happy birthday.
1: <laughs> happy birthday, Susie.
2: <laughs> thank you.
0: I hey, did, y'all,
1: did y'all hear Sister Serena say her mama was on the phone? I got that. <laughs>
0: good morning, mother. <laughs> we love
1: you. Welcome.
0: Good, good good morning to you and thank you. Good morning.
1: And I think I heard Brother Michael say good morning. Good morning, brother Michael.
0: That is correct. Good morning. Happy Wednesday, everyone. <laughs> on the morning, highway Brother Michael. Good morning, everybody. This is Judy wishing you a happy Wednesday.
1: Good, Good morning. morning. Happy Wednesday.
0: Good
1: morning. Good morning. It's glorious, Gloria. Wonderful Good. Wednesday to everybody. Love y'all. Love
0: Good you too, morning. glorious
1: Gloria, happy Wednesday. Uh, I have a
0: praise report really quick. Okay, and who's I- this? I had surgery uh, um, last Wednesday. I had a total knee replacement. Mm -hmm.
1: And I am doing great. God is good. Got me through it. I just wanted to share that. I feel so good this morning. Praise God. Is this
0: JC?
1: (laughs) Yes. JC. Okay. I can't wait to make sure I had the right voice. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Praise God.
0: Um, Yes, he is all the time. This is Sabrina again. I just want to say a prayer. Um, um, uh,
1: Some good news, too, that my um, psoriasis is is healing. And because of the prayers, amen, you never know where your prayer is coming from. Um, I just want to thank the Lord, and every time I open my mouth, y'all know I've been crying 'cause I'm a big cry baby. But I also want to put in a quick request because um, a good friend of mine is going to court October the 26th, and he's been incarcerated for 21 years. That when this man go to court, that God just release him. You know, my God. Okay. And his name is Angie Burrell. Andy? Angie, A-E-N-G-E-E, Burrell. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And that okay. God just continue to work on my family, you know, my family to come Amen. together, you know? Yeah, okay, <sighs> I got you, it. Jesus. Thank you so much, Miss mm-hmm. Brina. You're welcome.
0: Good morning, it's Destiny. I have a praise report as well.
1: Okay, I'm ready, Destiny.
0: (laughs) My dad's in the hospital right now, but they got all his, they said he has stage four lung cancer, but they got all the cancer. It's gone.
1: (laughs) Praise God. Hallelujah. (laughs) That is definitely a praise report there. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Thank you for sharing that praise report with us.
0: Good morning. This is Danielle. Good morning,
1: Danielle. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I have a prayer request this morning. Okay. Um, Today is uh, my sister's uh, business is being inspected. um, She has her food trailer, and um, she's going for her inspection today, and I'm just asking that we keep her business in prayer. Okay. And what's your sister's name or the first name?
0: Her first name is Cecile. Cecile. Got it. Yes.
1: Okay. Thank you for letting us know. We will be praying for her. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. God bless
2: everyone on the call. Happy birthday, Susie. Hey, hey. And I have
1: a prayer request to continue praying for the children, all children. Thank you. Have a great day. You too, and thank you. Good morning, Mrs. Mary. Good, Good morning. morning, It's Krishanda. Happy Wednesday. God bless you. Happy, happy Wednesday, Krishna and Mary. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute, and we will begin the host. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us during the month of October. Our theme this month is Forgiveness, All of our declarations will focus on Abba's mandate to forgive others, even as we have been forgiven. Make sure you call in and be edified, encouraged, and empowered to live life out loud according to the will and purpose of God and His Holy Word. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory Fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time where we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truth, along with prayer during the week, and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at DeclareVictory.org or through PayPal at PayPal.me forward slash or through Cash App at dollar sign I Declare Victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in him. We have a praise report from Sister J.C. She is uh, reporting that she, her total knee replacement is going really well, and she's healing very well. So we want to thank Lord for that. She just had surgery last Wednesday. Ms. Sabrina also has a praise report. She is uh said that her psoriasis is healing, so we thank God for that. He is a healer. She's also asking for prayer for Andre uh, Angie, excuse me, Angie Burrell. He has a court case coming up. Um he's been incarcerated for twenty one years, so we'll just be lifting him up for his court ca- upcoming court case. And then ms sabrina is also asking for prayer for her family she just wants us to lift her family up destiny has a praise report her dad um, was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer but he just recently had uh, surgery and all of the cancer was removed so thank you jesus for that um Danielle is asking for prayer for her sister. Her name is Cecile. She has a food trailer. And she's going to be having a food inspection today. So let's lift up Cecile. And we we'll pray that all goes well and that she passes the inspection with flying colors. Um, oh, and Sister Lisa is asking for prayer for all the children. She would like us to lift up all the children. We have a new caller this morning. And her name is Miss Penny, and so we want to welcome her, we're so glad that she called in. We also want to wish Susie a happy birthday today. We love you, Susie. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia. Declaration by Dion, and closing comments hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is found in Psalms, chapter 32, verse 5. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Sonia.
0: Have a blessed day. Hi, Valacy says, Rochelle, I'm (coughs) going to step in for Sonia. Her dad's not well this morning.
1: So if we can all just check our lines and make sure that our phones are on mute as we go to the throne of grace, prepare our hearts to go and lay at the feet of our Father. So, Abba, Father in heaven, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for another day to come and give you all the honor, all the glory, all the praise that is due unto you. For you are worthy, O God, and we thank you, O God, that we you allow us to have access to you, O God, that we can come and bring our petitions and our supplications to you, O God, with thanksgiving. Lord, we bless your holy name, O God. Mm. There was no other name that we know, O God. Hallelujah, but the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, O God. Hallelujah, thank you for being, hallelujah, our Savior. Thank you for being our God, and besides you, there is no other, O God. Hallelujah, Lord, we come, O God, and we bring our prayers unto you, O God. We come asking, O God, that you hear the petitions of Miss Sabrina, um, as she is, as her body is healing from psoriasis, oh God. But she's also calling out her friend Angie Burrell, oh God, as he has a court case today, oh God. Lord, you are the just judge, oh God. So we ask, oh God, that we put him before you, oh God. Hallelujah, oh God, that you hear his case, oh God. Lord, that you will. provide justice, O God. Lord, that he will be able to plead his case, O God. Lord, and whatever your will is, O God, let it go forth. We know whoever uh, the Lord sets free is free indeed, O God. So we ask, O God, that you give him the freedom, O God, that you would have him have, O God, whether he's um, behind bars or outside, O God. Lord, let him be free in you. Free his mind. Don't let him be uh, and Just because he's incarcerated, don't let him be in bondage and incarcerated in his mind, but let him seek you, O God, that he can be free and free indeed, O God. Lord, we're lifting up Mr. Robert to you right now, O God. Lord, as he's in pain, O God, we ask that you relieve that pain, O God. Heal his body, O God. All those that are asking for prayer, for pain and healing, O God, we know that you were wounded for our transgressions bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon you and by your stripes oh god we were healed oh god hallelujah we just believe and trust O god to call that thing into manifestation oh god we speak those things that aren't as they were and see them come to pass because we know that you are jehovah Rapha, oh god you are the true healer O god so lord we thank you right now we stand in expectation of who you are, we call on your name, O oh God, knowing the assurance and the surety, O oh God, that you are our healer, O oh God, that we will rest and trust in, <clears throat> in you, O oh God, the author and finisher of our faith, O oh God, Lord. We believe, we perceive, recognize, and understand that you are God, and besides you, there is no other, O oh God. So, Lord, we call forth healing, O oh God. We know that healing is the children's bread, O oh God. So we call it forth. In the name of Jesus, O oh God, Lord, we thank you for the praise reports that have went forward, O oh God. Thank you for JC, O oh God, her surgery, O oh God, that she had, oh God, that she's healing, O oh God, and she's moving around, O oh God, Lord, that she's doing it expediently, O oh God, because of your healing virtue, because of the prayers that have went forth, O oh God. Lord, we thank you for Destiny's dad, O oh God, hallelujah, O oh God. The report to everything says that the cancer has been removed, and we thank you, O God, that it shall not return, O God, Lord, that he will be able to heal, O God. Lord, his mind will be free. His body will be free, O God, and we thank you in the name of Jesus, Lord. We know that everything has to come subject to the name of Jesus, Lord, so we call your name, O God. Hallelujah, that his body is free and will stay cancer-free, O God. Lord, we're lifting up Danielle to you, O God. Lord, she's asking for a prayer for her sister, oh God, for her business, oh God. Lord, we pray that everything is in order, oh God, as the inspectors come out and inspect, oh God. Lord, we know that you do everything decent and in order, oh God. So, Lord, we thank you for the order. We thank you, oh God, that her food truck will pass inspection, oh God. Not only will it pass inspection, oh God, Lord, that she will go forth in the business, oh God. The business will prosper, oh God. Lord, she will Do things decent and in order, and everything that her hands will do, oh God, that she touched will prosper. And we thank you. We thank you for allowing her to have a business, oh God, a business that um, will uh, prosper and succeed, oh God. Lord, that not only will her food touch people, oh God, but Lord, we just thank you, oh God, for her in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the ability to feed, oh God. Lord, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we're lifting up the children today, O oh God. Lord, we know the children are our future, O oh God. So, Lord, we ask that you touch their minds, their hearts, O oh God. Lord, that you blind them to the things that they're not supposed to see or not supposed to do, O oh God. But their hearts were yearn toward you, O oh God. Lord, that they will have the Holy Spirit that unctions them, O oh God, not to do things that are not pleasing unto you, O oh God. Lord, I pray that they look and see you, O God, that they recognize who you are, O God, that they will not compromise who you are, but they will learn to do what is right, what is just, O God. Hallelujah, we thank you, O God, that they will possess your characteristics and your attributes, O God. Lord, that they will put on the mind of Christ, O God. Hallelujah, that you will crown their heads with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in all they do, O God, in their academics, O God. Lord, that they will show themselves friendly, oh God, that they will uh be drawn friends, oh God, and they will encourage one another, oh God. Lord, we thank you, O oh God, for they are our future, O oh God. Lord, and as they go forth, O oh God, that they will uh do things that are right, O oh God, that you will order their footsteps, oh God, that they will be drawn uh near you and drawn to you, O oh God. Lord, I pray for the family that they are around, oh God. Lord, that they will teach them well. Your word says, train up a child. Hallelujah. And that when they get older, they will not depart, oh God. So, Lord, I pray for the families that are uh, guardians and uh, stewards over them, oh God. That they are teaching them well. That they are teaching them your word, oh God. That they are teaching them who you are, oh God. That they are calling on your name, oh God. That they will know. That the name of Jesus will not be foreign to them, O oh God. But they know that they will, that is the key word that they need, O oh God. So, Lord, we bless your holy name. We thank you, O oh God, for each and every one on this line, O oh God. Lord, I, some prayer requests are spoken and some are unspoken, O oh God. But, Lord, it is you, O oh God, that searches the heart and knows the matter of a thing, O oh God. So, Lord, I pray, O oh God, that all our hearts are, to- are toward you, O oh God that we are resting and yielding to your Holy Spirit, Lord, that we know your voice and that we hear you and no other voice that we will follow. Oh God, Lord, I pray. Oh God, that we are yielding to self. Oh God, that we put aside self. Oh God, hallelujah. And we are coming to you. Oh God, Lord, this is the month oh God that we're speaking on forgiveness. Oh God, Lord, I pray. Oh God, that they have ears to hear and a heart to receive. Oh, Oh God, and understand, oh God, it's not about them, oh God, but it's about what you say we need to do. Forgiveness is forgiving, oh God, that we will yield to our feelings and our emotions, oh God, but we will go to whoever it is, oh God, that we have offense with or have offense with us, oh God, and we will go and make it right. Your word says, leave your gifts to the altar and go and make amends with your brother and sister, oh God. So Lord, let us do that today. Let us not be in self. Let us not worry about who did what, Lord, but help us, O oh God, to do what is right, what your word says for us to do, O oh God. Lord, we bless your holy name, O oh God. Let our will become your will, O oh God. Let us walk in your statues or precepts, O oh God. Your principles and your concepts. Let us obey your commandments today, O oh God. Lord, I thank you for you are God and you reign. And you reign. Hallelujah that you are sovereign, that you are just, oh God. Lord, I bless your holy name. I thank you for being our Father. I thank you that we are heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ, oh God. I thank you that the Holy Spirit reign, oh God, that we will yield and allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us in all spirit and in all truth, oh God. Hallelujah, that we will expound grace upon grace with one another, oh God. Lord, we bless your holy name. Lord, we bless your holy name, O oh God. Lord, we cease the spirit of offense in the land, O oh God. Lord, we rebuke it. We renounce it right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That we expound the the uh, forgiveness in the land, O oh God. So we can be healed and and be boards fitly joined together. That we can be helpers one to another, O oh God. Hallelujah, God. We can love our brothers and sisters as we love ourselves, O oh God. So Lord, we bless your holy name, O oh God. Lord, I thank you, O oh God, for this place, O oh God, where we can come and meet, O oh God. Lord, and that we can declare victory in every area of our life, O oh God. Hallelujah. That we are not offended by the word, that it's truth that goes forth, but that we receive it, O oh God. And that we apply it, O oh God. We don't try to make self-sense out of it, oh God, but we make sense of the truth of what it is that you are truth. Lord, we bless your holy Name, Lord. I thank you today, O oh God, as I ask my brothers and sisters to come and join in uh raising up our prayers and petition with thanksgiving that everything that we ask that we believe that God'll do it, O oh God, according to His will, that our will will line up with His will in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and take your phones off mute and petition the Lord and thank Him. Hallelujah for a new day that he has given us, oh God. For you. Hallelujah, that He's even us breath, oh God, another opportunity thank to, to come, thank oh God. Hallelujah, put aside the senses,
0: oh God. Thank Hallelujah, Lord. You. Thank, thank, you. Thank, thank, you. thank you, oh God, for your new mercy, thank Lord, you. new every day, oh God, God. So is a grace that, that extends to, to all generations, generations thank Lord. We thank you, oh God, you, you. for another opportunity, oh God, that we can come and repent and turn to those things that are not like you, oh God. Lord, that we can come, oh God hallelujah and ask you, for you forgiveness, God, because you are the one, oh God, God that extends the forgiveness, of oh God. Lord, we don't need to uh, so, yeah. forgiveness, yeah. God. So Lord, we we How many times we you forgive oh God? But Lord, we will continue to forgive me, of God. Lord, we yeah. do the work of Calvary God, because God forgave us. Hallelujah, hallelujah and only the the hallelujah. Hallelujah. That Thank so you know. we do believe in the you give honor as god and coral side I'm not i about. Oh, you. I'm I'm the about. of am not and we're going to go to the next one and we're going to go to the next one and we're going to go to the next one and we're going to go to the next one and we're going to go to the next one and we're going to go to the next one and we're going to go to the next one and we're going to go to the next one and we're going to go to the next one and we're going to go to the next one and we're going to go to the next one and not going to to going to to do going to to I the 2000 program integration of the 6th century in the house the original book is don't want to to the you. is that we're going to be a the we're going to be going to be we're going to be going out of the way of the people and we're going to be going out of the way of the people and we're going to be going out of the way of the people and we're going to be going out of the way of the people and we're going to be going out of the way of the people and we're going to be going out of the way of the people and we're going to be going out of the way of the people and we're going to be going out of the way of the people and we're going to be going out of the way of the people and we're going to be going out of the way of the people and we're going to be going out of the way of the people and we're going to be going out of the way of the people and we're
2: going to be going out of the way of the people and we're to the we going to
0: be the we are going to 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 be 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 the going to be the I that in the in
2: the
0: and thank you our hearts God. 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 God.
1: Lord, we thank you, O God, that you always incline an ear to hear, O God, that thy testimonies are wonderful. Therefore, doeth our soul to keep them. The entrance of thy word giveth life. It giveth understanding unto the simple. We open our mouth and pant it, for we long for thy commandments. Lord, we look unto you. Be merciful unto us, as thou used to do unto those that love thy name. Order our footsteps in the word, and let not any iniquity have dominion over us. Deliver us from oppression, O, so we can keep thy precepts make thy face to shine upon thy servants and teach us thy statutes. Rivers of water run down our eyes because we have kept the law. So, Lord, we thank you again. Lord, I bless, ask you to bless Dion as she come, O God, and pour out what you have poured into her, O God. Lord, I ask that our hearts are prepared, O God, that the word will fall on good ground, O God, that we will not Fall on folly ground, but it will not fall up by the wayside, O oh God. But, Lord, it will. we will receive it on good ground, O oh God. Lord, thank you for pre- preparing our hearts, O oh God, that you will give us revelated knowledge of the word that is about to go forth, O oh God. Lord, I ask that you bless Dion and bless her indeed. Everything that she put her hands to, O oh God, everything that she speaks her mouth on, O oh God, shall be blessed, O oh God that they will hear the word, understand it, receive it, hallelujah, and give you all the glory. Hallelujah. We thank you for flowing water, living water that comes from her mouth, from her belly, O God. So, Lord, we bless your holy name as we hear the word. Dion is in your hand. God be the glory. Amen, amen, and amen again. To God be the glory for all the things that he consistently does. Thank you, valuable. Thank you, um, Rochelle, for filling in the gap. And thank you to each of you who have lended your sound this morning. Um, I am, as always, appreciative for the Wednesdays that I get to serve. It is always an honor and the privilege to share with you um, what I am discerning the heart of the Father is saying for this season. It is Wednesday, you all. Today we have an opportunity that we've set aside specifically to designate time for spending time in the presence of God. Not eating is not fasting, but literally being intentional about connecting with the Father and um, discerning the times and the seasons for your life and those that are connected to you. So I want to extend the invitation as always for anyone that has a heart's desire, literally just for some clarity and for greater understanding and a deeper revelation of your identity in Christ, but more importantly, who God is as Father, um, that you would begin to know what is written in the books of you, that you would live a full and complete life, but more importantly, that somebody else's life would be impacted because you are yielded, uh, not just to uh, his hand, but yielded to his heart for your life. So this morning, I pray that you would join us. We just fast from now until 5 p.m. We meet right back here just to feel what we petition the Father for. Uh, with great expectation, happy birthday to you, Susie. Happy birthday to you, Lisha. Many blessings may God add to you in great abundance. so grateful we serve a God that is a God of addition and multiplication. May He add grace and favor uh in this season of your life. We are you all at the the final quarter We have less than uh less than three months left in this month and i'm believing god for a strong finish this is an excellent series um, i believe for preparing you to go into 2023 if it be god's will with a different tenacity a different fervor and a greater uh understanding of literally who god says you are, and so today I'm going to uh it's not going to be preachy it's going to be teaching and my my prayer is that something happened in your heart that pulls you into a greater understanding of what God says about you, not what his plans are to prosper you that that that's all and in addition to, but my prayer is really that you would begin to grow more hungry and thirsty for the things of the kingdom. And forgiveness is a huge part of that. Right before I go into the teaching, I have a request. For those of you that have been on the call for a while, um, we are approaching our ninth year. It is almost, uh, I don't really even have words for uh, wrapping my mind around the fact that we've been doing this For real, for nine years, and maybe all of you have not, uh, but there are many of us that have uh, probably a greater portion of the call. It is also time for us to do some different type of growing. Um, I believe that the Lord has fortified the efforts that we make here every single day with uh, the desire to grow and to become more like Him and to resemble Him in such a way that people see his hand on our life to the degree that they ask what is it that you do that i don't do that makes a difference and while i know there are uh, folks that have your own church homes i'm not attempting to impede upon any of those relationships but i know that there's something very special about um what god has established dion did not establish it just so we're clear i take absolutely no credit the only thing that I did is what he asked, and that was to create a path for people to connect, um, to learn, and to grow, um, and to become more like the Father. This topic that we are and have been dealing with, and will continue to deal with until the end of the month, um, whether or not we know it, it is probably one of the catalysts to becoming one of the one of the deepest seeds of Gathering a greater understanding is having a heart that is not stony, that is not hard, that is not rebellious, that is not um, full of uh, venom and poison from our own self inflicted wounds. One of the things I think I appreciate the most about who our Father is is that when Jesus came here, he came on a mission, very specific to gathering, um, not just us, but from the foundation of the earth, Jesus knew that everything ended and began with his mind being secure in his objective and his agenda um, for all of our lives. He never allowed himself to be distracted Um, He didn't really have time for emotions or a bunch of feelings. His goal was that he would demonstrate um, the heart of the Father for us. And he did that um, in such a stellar way that it left us with a blueprint of moving forward in life. Um, I'm, I'm really grateful as I continue to grow and continue to chase after his heart and not his hand, I am learning even the more how to guard my heart with all of my diligence for out of it are the issues of life and not just in a way that I keep people out. Um, But he has given me the ability um, to be completely conscious and cognizant of things that go on around me. And I, I am learning how not to take anything personally. When God is preparing you to promote you, to change your location, to reposition you, um, there are tests and trials that come. Many of them come through ways of offense. Um, someone close or near or dear to you will do something that has the ability to trigger historical things. But what I've discovered is it, imp- it is impossible. Um, to spend your time um, making a deliberate effort to perfect love and be offended simultaneously. Um, Before I go into the text this morning, I want to give you six practical ways um, to identify and release offense, right? um preachy sermons are great for moments of excitement but what i've learned is as i grow i want me this is vera i want practical tools and methods um that i can not just implement but that i can share with others but i also understand that forgiveness um is easier approach when you know who you are. Uh, It comes from a place of identity. So let's go through these um, primary steps, right? So in an effort to get you to a different location, and I hope you have pen and paper, it's probably important, especially if you know uh, that you are dealing with unforgiveness, and and if you look up the word unforgiveness, it doesn't exist, which means that we have a, a responsibility to dismantle it, right? Forgiveness exists, but unforgiveness, if you, if you type it right now, it's gonna get underlined with a, a red line, right? So it's really important that we reflect and remember. Means that when you feel yourself in a scenario or a situation where you can feel a sting when something happens. Um, stop for a moment and take some time and begin to do the work or the deep digging of trying to assess where the origin of that thing actually happened. What was the gate? What was the door? What was the portal? What was the access point of that particular thing? Right, it means that you have to examine specific events that have happened in your life. You have to consider uh what your response or reaction was. You have to consider the emotion connected to it if it if it made you angry or for some people, if it gave you a mind to be full of rage, um you have to decide whether or not it is a hurt feeling. Um, a feeling of disappointment, frustration, whatever the origin of that is, take the time to write that thing down. These are simple tools to help you overcome unforgiveness, right? And then you have to go, this is point number two, you have to put yourself in the other person's shoes. What I've discovered about most people that hurt or offend people their um their infraction comes from a place of their own insecurity their own struggle their own uh experience of trauma and or abuse it means that Um, if you grew up with somebody who had an abusive father or somebody that was an alcoholic or somebody that was sexually abusing them, chances are they've been abused themselves. And so there's a level of compassion that begins to happen when you do the work of beginning to perfect love. And we'll talk a little bit about that more later. Um, You have to give yourself permission to love deeply. Um that means love past people's hurt that means love past people's um shortcomings that means love past people's uh behavior or nature because ninety percent of the time there is a reason for the behavior associated with what's ailing you right um number number four um you have to Release them from your obligation or let go of a specific expectation. What I learned is just because I've done work, uh, in an effort to heal does not mean everyone around me has. It's, it's a, a really, really um, disappointing expectation. And so what I've done is take the onus off of them and, and literally take responsibility for it myself. Um, always remember that forgiveness is a decision. It is not a feeling. It is not um, an obligation. It is a decision. You choose who you want to release from an offense, right? You choose who you want to release from an offense. And finally, you have to forgive yourself for allowing yourself um, to be offended in the first place. The reality is when people do things that are um unsavory when people do things that are not uh kind or come from a good place in their heart, chances are it comes from a distorted uh or demented place and and oftentimes because we don't know who we are, it's not even intentional um it is behavioral um so let me let me just repeat those uh, six steps, reflect and remember, number one. Number two, empathize with the person. Number uh, three, forgive deeply. Number four, release them from your expectations. Number five, make an active decision to forgive them. Number six, Forgive yourself, okay now, get this: there are clinical definitions, even for unforgiveness um, and and one of them is an immune response immune response, and how your immune system recognizes and defends itself from bacteria, virus, toxins, and harmful substance, so does it give you permission. Um, to attempt to defend yourself from what is called foreign matter or foreign substances. So those are things that make you feel um, unwanted, unappreciated, disrespected, mishandled, all those different things. There is a, literally an immune response. We are all extremely familiar with what is called PTSD. It is a common vernacular right now in our um, our culture where symptoms include things like nightmares or insomnia, angry outbursts, or emotional numbness, a physical, emotional tension, right? But I, I wanted to know what the body's response was to unforgiveness, and I'm going to give you a couple of different stories, a personal experience that I know I've had as a result of dealing with unforgiveness or the pain of the process, right? So um, studies have consistently found that the act of forgiveness can reap huge rewards on your health, like doing things like lowering your risk of heart attack, improving your cholesterol levels and your sleep, a reduction in pain or high blood pressure, decreasing your levels of anxiety, depression, or stress, right? The research points to an increase of the forgiveness health connection as you age. The more you forgive, the greater your physical health, right? So anytime you you find yourself in a situation where you are, uh, where can you guys hear me? Okay, I'm sorry.
0: I just got a text message. Let me just check.
1: Yes, no. Somebody unmute.
0: Oh, sure. Somebody send me a text, please,
1: before I continue. You're clear. Okay,
0: perfect. All right. Um, perfect.
1: Thank you. Um, right. So, so there is a, a really, really Big physical effect or impact when you find yourself living and engaging in unforgiveness. And the truth is, um, it is one of the most immature responses as believers that we can
0: have. Let me let that sink in.
1: I can tell where you are emotionally. Um, when you are grudge-holding. I can tell where you are spiritually when you are set on holding on to it with regard to maturity levels, right? Um, I want you to say this. Don't come off mute. I want you to say this in in your mind. You can say it with your words. There are levels to this, for real. This is, this is not a game. There are levels and layers. There are certain things that I dare not talk about um, because it would probably weird you out a bit. There are levels of freedom that you get to um, that it changes your perspective, either when somebody does something offensive. And I'm not saying that you won't have moments of offense, but what I am saying is that you begin to process them differently out of identity. The clearer you become in your identity in Christ, the freer you become to release other people for lack of understanding. People that um, do things intentionally to offend, people that do things intentionally to hurt, people that do things unaware. 99.99% of the time do things um, out of a place of ignorance. And I'm not saying stupidity. They're two very different things. You don't know what you don't know until somebody tells you what you don't know. So let's, let's go to the word. We want to learn how in life to counter the negative with the truth because at the end of the day our reality is one thing but our truth is something entirely different the truth is we are of a different kingdom we are of a different nature and a different nation right It is our responsibility to learn the language of our land, our native tongue, which is not culture, which is not the vernacular of the world, but it is the language of the courts. It is the language of heaven. And until you get to a place, and, and even for those that are new to the faith, if you learn this part right here, And change and shift the direction of your prayer that it's not about his hand, it is about his heart. The more you spend time in the presence of the Father, the more you engage in perfecting love, the less time you spend in offense, the less time you spend living a life of unforgiveness. For some of you, and and I'm gonna go to the scripture in just one moment, you are right now dealing with high blood pressure, high anxiety levels, high depression. Um, For some of you, with suicidal thoughts. For some of you, you're dealing with addictions and habits that you can't break. For some of us, it is a, a, a matter of still working to subdue your flesh. For others, there are so many different elements that go with not knowing who you are. When you start to identify who you are in Christ, you stop holding other people hostage for not recognizing who you are in Christ. When you don't know who you are, there is no expectation of people observing who you are in Christ, right? You just go with the flow, or as Sister Valerie would say, you just go along to get along. But when you spend time in the presence of the Father, what you start to notice is that your love levels begin to rise and you start releasing people before they even think about saying, I'm sorry. Now, it it doesn't mean that you guys hang out thereafter, but what it does mean is you absolve them of the responsibility of not knowing who they are, of not being mature enough to take a hold of whatever emotion is connected, um, and releasing not just you but themselves from even being obligated to feeling like you offended them (laughs) or they needed to offend you. So let's go to the Word of God. Let's go to 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, 1 Corinthians 13. And it reads, uh, I'm reading from the NIV version, if I speak in tongues of men and of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy, and I can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains but don't have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but don't have love, I gain nothing. The attributes of love. Now we're talking about dismantling unforgiveness. We're talking about releasing and freeing people. And I want you to pay attention to how the wording um, in this particular passage reads. It says, Love is patient, right? Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not look to dishonor others. It is not self seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes and always perseveres. Love never fails. But when there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be sealed. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. Um, And let's jump down to 11. It says, listen, 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 Linda. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. Um, And finally jump down to 13. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of them is love. What what I've discovered. Um, the word says this: uh, as believers, we are to love what God loves and to hate what He hates. Right? If if we don't forgive, we know that He won't forgive us. When you start to put the pieces together as it relates to levels of maturity, if you are still bitter and angry considering Romans 8 and 28 is an active um, process in our lives, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Not only is it active and alive, um, but it is um, part of our process of becoming, part of our process of understanding who we are in Christ Jesus. But you have to give yourself permission to agree with what is already written of who you are. It's your responsibility to know what the laws, the principles, and the precepts are concerning not just your life, because we get to a place where it's not just about us, it's about those that we were called to. Again, I want you to reflect on who Jesus is, who he has been, and who he will be, considering he is I am. For unforgiveness, he said, "I am the healer." For the one that was bruised, perhaps by a parental figure or um, somebody that was an authority, there is a responsibility to absorb that and then take this word. Uh, as simple as it may sound, if you go to First Corinthians thirteen, four through uh, four through eight, right? What is love? What are the attributes of love? We're talking about healing unforgiveness at this point. Not just dealing with unforgiveness, but but let's work on the components of healing it. You, you understand that there's a level of patience because of your maturity that gives some people a pass. It doesn't mean that what they did was not right. I mean, it was, was not wrong. It means that You have the capacity to look beyond that because you understand they have no clue who they are. Not only is it patient, but it's kind. I tell people all the time, listen, I'm not always real nice, but what I am is kind, right? Kind is uh, I have the ability to be not just cordial, but cordial from a very authentic place because, I understand. I know exactly who I am. I recognize today what I was sent here to do. I have a specific responsibility in spite of who you are, how you behave. That's not I'm not guilty of that. I'm not responsible for that. And even if you maintain the behavior, how much can I handle? That is endurance. There's a level of endurance that believers are extended when you understand what you were sent here to do. A lot of times people do things based from a source or a place of envy or uh, as we like to call them, haters, right? We know that love is the opposite of that. It opposes everything that that is. It says it does not envy, right? We also know that sometimes those people that do things that are offensive, they have side, they front, they showboat, they um, uh, put on, as they say in Atlanta, And so love does not boast. There's nothing about love that's loud and boisterous. It is um, very meek and subtle. It is a level of humility that uh, has the power to overtake uh, what I call symptoms, or Ravonda would say, the symptoms of bad behavior, right? It does not dishonor others. You'd be surprised at uh, the level uh, that God will take you to when you learn the principles in honor right? Regardless of what you may think of someone, what you ought to know is what someone, what God says of that someone that you are dealing with. And so for some of us who have problems or odds with our parents, you have a responsibility based out of honor that you owe a specific measure of honor to your parents. I don't care what they did. I don't care what they said. I don't care how you feel. There's an honor that goes with the fact that God used them to get you here. You have the responsibility to dismantle that, all right? Um, It is not self-seeking, right? So it is not at the forefront of the imagination. It is not at the beginning that everything about who you are is all it's about self-absorbed, narcissistic in some instances, we we don't ever want to be associated with that as our survival tactics. Some people use that, um, and, and you'll note that if you've been dealing with rejection or abandonment issues, you'll find that sometimes you do too much, right? Um, there, there's a responsibility to know what what that means. There's a responsibility to know how that operates. So it is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. You know, sometimes I'm I'm at the point now, for real, where things happen, um, and it's weird because it doesn't make me angry. <laughs> now, if you know anything about my history, listen, maybe that's a big deal. But what I'm finding is the more I refine my identity in Christ, The less I am concerned or consumed with the behaviors of others, because I know that it's not necessarily about me, right, but more of what is in me that frustrates people. I get it, and I'm fine with it today, so I I don't get uh, super angry or frustrated. I just kind of let that go, right? It keeps no record of wrong. Now, that is almost a cuss word. I'm sure somebody said, (laughs) so um, one of the definitions of forgiveness is it never happens, right? I know that's hard. I know that's hard to swallow. I know that's hard to stomach. I get it. But what I had to start to do is literally open my mouth and use my words to ask questions. How would Jesus handle this? Keeping in mind that every enemy he had, he knew who they were before they knew that they were an enemy. So there are certain things that begin to happen as you yield yourself to the truth of your identity as it is written in the books of you. There are certain things you find yourself no longer engaging in, and even offenses come and pass Swiftly.
0: It's a decision.
1: I'm gonna say that again. It's a decision. And so certain things occur. Now you may have to consider uh an outcome, especially if it involves other people, but you have a responsibility as a mature believer. Uh I can literally hear somebody saying, Well, I know <laughs> I'm not a mature believer right now, child. I I'm not gonna be able to strike that off the record. And I get it. Um But you have to make an active decision not to hold people hostage to their ignorance, literally, right? Okay. So love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. And the truth is that you were created in his likeness and his image. It is your responsibility to become love, salt, and light. And I know that sounds like turn the other cheek, but it it really isn't. It it really, um, it doesn't feel like that when you get to a place where you no longer hold people hostage for uh, the things that they actively participate in because they don't know any better, right? Right? It always protects. So sometimes you have to protect people from the outcomes that would otherwise happen to your heart concerning their behavior, right? So I'm not going to subject you to the fact that I understand that you were a little slow and maybe maybe you, you didn't mean to do that, but the damage is done now and I'm going to give you a pass on that, right? It always trusts, not that person, but it trusts that Romans 8 and 28 is actively engaging and actively operating on your behalf. It always hopes. I hope and I pray that those that have done things to me intentionally, those that have talked about me like 14 dogs as if I didn't know, those that have mishandled me, misused me, misrepresented my words um, for their agenda. Listen, let me tell you what I hope. I hope and I pray that they get a revelation of who they are and they find repentance in their own heart. But I released them in advance because you don't know. I, I know who sent me. I know what I'm capable of. I know what's at the epicenter of my heart. And it is the agenda of the kingdom, right? Love always perseveres. That means you can go a distance without being offended. No matter, I don't care what you do. Now, we have situations and scenarios for anybody that's been on the call any length of time. Um, you all know that my relationship with my mother was difficult. It was not the easiest thing. And up until um, literally in my adulthood, and even through the, the seven-year period of of literally trial after trial after test after um, test, we would get to a certain point, and then we try to live over the top of it. we get to a certain point, we dig a little bit deeper and try to live over the top of that until I believe um, I know for a fact that I got to a place where I got tired of living on top of stuff. And so we have very difficult conversations and some of them were very painful, but they were necessary, not just for me, but so that my children and my grandchildren won't have to live over the top of that thing. I started to do what's called go to heaven's courts and petition the courts for number one, access to some of the things in my bloodline so that I could literally pray into the freedom, not just for myself, right? It's not self-seeking, but for the freedom of those that are connected to me. Because once I learn how to do it, I can now teach All of you, how to do it. Imagine if each and every one of you got free from unforgiveness. Ah, glory to Jesus. And you began to teach it to your children and you began to uh, teach it to your friends and your family. Imagine how many people uh, would begin to walk in the liberty wherewith they were saved. Imagine if you knew what your purpose was and you operated in it fully and you stopped playing small because you recognized there was more to life than what you had been experiencing. Imagine. If you allowed yourself to give yourself permission to live according to Psalms 139, 13 through 16. Imagine if you gave yourself permission to operate from a place of knowing that you are a son. You have an authoritative position that you at this moment are specifically designed for a certain task. Imagine if you recognize the power that lives down on the inside of you. Imagine. If you were able to cast down every false imagination, any high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of Christ, imagine if you operated fully in the gifts and the talents that were down on the inside of you from a place of presence and not pretend practice. Imagine if you understood that somebody's life is contingent upon you knowing who you are. You would no longer be an offender and you would no longer be offended. You would understand that everything Everything that you've ever experienced, every uncomfortable moment, every moment of frustration and fear, every moment of anxiety and uh, depression were all created so that you could walk somebody through that very thing with confidence and competence, not based on knowledge, but based from a spiritual perspective that you recognize you are a citizen of heaven. Imagine that. Imagine what it would be like if you weren't worried about how much rent was from month to month. Imagine what it would feel like if the gas pumps weren't intimidating because you understand that your father in heaven owns all of this. And because you are a son, you have access to everything you need. Imagine if you understood that if he cares for the lily of the field, if he cares for the fowl of the air, how much more would he care for you? Imagine if you knew him as Abba. Unforgiveness Who has time for that?
2: Who has, listen, I'm
1: gonna say it like Donald Trump would, honey, people are dying that have never died before. (laughs) Depression and anxiety and literally, took a lustre to live is taking people that are talented and amazing that were created to break chains off of nations because they are holding someone hostage to their ignorance of identity. It happens every single day. We are losing people because you don't know uh, that they don't know and you don't know who you are. But not only do you not know who you are, Listen, culture has dulled us so much. Oh, that's all right. Let's just live footloose and fancy free. Let's just continue to sin against ourselves so that our bodies are consumed with a whole bunch of access points for the enemy to torment and torture us with our poor responsibility. So now I can guilt myself half to death. Now I can be depressed and full of anxiety because I've been taught God was an ogre when in reality he's just a father. (laughs) When all he ever wants to do is see the very best for you and for your children and for your grandchildren. Where that 40-year a 40-generation curse has permission to live incessantly in your life because you still haven't learned how to discipline your flesh where your habits and your tendencies override the truth of who God already says you are, there are people perishing for lack of knowledge because you won't take the time to know who you are. Unforgiveness is rooted in ignorance. Unforgiveness is rooted in stubbornness and rebellion. Unforgiveness is rooted in an attempt for the enemy to flood your mind and inundate inundate you with things that have absolutely no merit. They don't even matter. It is a divisive trick of the enemy to deceive you out of the blessing. There are things right now that God has stored up for you in heaven that all you have to do is get to a place where you spend time in his presence in such a way that he gives you, just hands you the strategy. Ask me how I know. I, too, was extremely ignorant of who I was and how I was created to operate and what I was sent here for until I made a decision to do what the word says. If you seek me, you will find me. Matthew 6, seek ye first the kingdom of God. But listen, Dion, that's hard. No, no, ma'am. It's a decision. Yeah, but uh, I'm going to miss out on everything. Honey, you ain't missing out on nothing. I'm telling you out there, out there. It's dangerous and it keeps you from producing to the degree that God would desire for you to produce. The entire world is functioning, living in wealth and riches, using the principles of God. We were created to operate from a place of power and prominence, but we live otherwise as poppers because of our ignorance and our lack of principles because we sit up in church and shout and dance and all of that stuff and, and never find the pathway to freedom because we've been taught wrong. It is your responsibility to know the heart of the Father. In an effort to know the heart of the Father, it is your responsibility to forgive stuff that don't matter anyway.
2: It happened,
1: so you know not to do it. It happened, so that those cycles and systems aren't repeated in your bloodline or in your circles, that you could be the one that literally cuts the head off the dragon that incites the, the whole riot in your family, in your bloodline, in your relationships, in your finances, in your thought process, in your heart, you have a responsibility to know who you are. You have a responsibility to not just stop sinning, right? You you have a responsibility to evaluate why you do it. What is it that you need to do to discipline yourself, to discipline your flesh, to discipline your thought process, to discipline your relationship, to understand who is for you and who will get you to the next place? We we are in a uh, a really serious period in, in culture, in this dispensation. Even in this realm, it is your responsibility to know who your purpose partners are, who your purpose people are. Who are you supposed to spend time with? right? Who will help you get to your next? Who will help you get to the place of freedom that's necessary to change the lives you were designed to impact? All of us have a responsibility, y'all. Unforgiveness should not be at the sphere. We shouldn't be walking around as bitter whales. That, listen, let, let, me, let me explain something. Every morning when you call here, I, I remember when the Lord told me um, to have us pray collectively, and I did not understand why. Right, I didn't, I didn't get it, and at first it felt really, really crazy. Um, I felt like people were judging me, and they were. So you know, I've been called the the little the juju lady, and you know, I don't know, I don't trust up whatever. All of that is fine and good, but let me tell you what I know. There is something in your sound that is designed to free someone. For some of us now, it's become a habit to to just, you know, pray out loud. Some of us get on the line and and walk into some deliverance. We've had moments where um, demons were absolutely put out, but we've had moments of angelic encounters as well. We've had all kinds of moments and experiences, but I want to tell you something. The purity of your sound, the more you spend time in the presence of the Father, the more you engage in freeing your heart and liberating your mind of historical offenses, the purer your sound gets. The purer your sound gets, you can literally walk into a room and not only would they feel the anointing, but they feel the power of the presence of God. Deliverance has the ability to come out of your mouth. I know I've gone over time. I don't care. I I need you to understand you are essential in your purest state. You don't have time to walk around with a stony heart. Life is short. This is not a game. This is not a play toy here. We, Our lives are but a vapor, and somebody is waiting for you. To recognize how valuable you are to the nations, to the kingdom. Do you know that one conversation with somebody who was broken and tattered could change the trajectory of their life forever? When you get healed, when you get delivered, when you get free, when you give yourself permission to open up your heart because you've Psalms 119, but the entrance of his word gives light and adds understanding. When you give yourself permission to dedicate yourself on a consistent base to learn and know the word of God for yourself as, as that out of your belly, shall flow rivers of living water. When you get to the point where you are disciplined enough to sacrifice some time off Facebook or Netflix to make sure that you spend time in his presence, not asking for anything, but asking for more of him so you can get to the high places that you need the thinner air, you need his strength to gather. There are things that God has for you and he wants to get it in your hand. And he's asking, will you seek me? Will you chase me? After me, do you have this idol of unforgiveness, this idol of uh, being mad and holding somebody hostage to their own ignorance of who they are because you don't know who you are and you won't take the time to learn? I want to tell you this morning, by the office of the power of the Holy Spirit, you are a thief. You're not just robbing yourself. You're robbing everybody that he assigned your life to free. You're robbing your children and your grandchildren. You're a thief. You owe us to heal. Every single person that you're called to, you owe us your deliverance. You owe us the victory. We are one body of many members. Do you think that your body doesn't matter? I came to tell you this morning that you've been bamboozled, honey. You've been duped. You've been hoodwinked. You've been run amok. You have held yourself and all of us hostage because you refuse to identify who you are in the kingdom. And I came to serve you notice this morning that the hour is late. And you can't run with the horseman if you can't walk with the footman. It is time for us to grow up. Honey, let that foolishness go so you can be free. Not just you can be free, but you also curse people when you hold them hostage to history. All right. That's enough. Um, it, it is it is that time where we have set aside an opportunity for you, if you did not get to say good morning to do so. I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize it was that late, uh-huh. um, but I'm I'm not really sorry. I just was saying that to formality. Anybody want to say good morning? Sorry.
0: Good morning, Dion. That was amazing. I love you so much.
1: Amen. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. Good morning. That was a a beautiful message. That was very beautiful. And I like the part. I mean, we're not into the core victory yet. But anyway, good morning (laughs) to all. (laughs) Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and praise the Lord. You could have kept going. Good morning, Pastor Dion, Pastor Ricky. God bless you. Amen, yes. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. That was awesome. Thank you. Good morning.
0: Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, this, good morning.
1: Is this is Kathy. Great preparation
0: this morning. Thank you.
1: Good morning, Mom Leomia. Good morning, Kendra. Good to hear your voice.
0: Amazing, amazing as usual.
1: good morning. It's Moxie. Love you. Hey, Mom. Good morning. morning. Good morning,
0: you for <laughs> <Kushanda. laughs> Good morning, Declaration. <laughs> uh, yeah. God bless you. God bless you. Good morning is Jubilee so we had a powerful message this morning, Dee.
1: Amen. Good morning, Jubilee.
0: Good morning, Gensperson Gigi.
1: Hey, gracious. Good morning, girl.
0: Anybody
2: else? Good
0: morning, it's Jamaica.
2: Hey,
1: Tenacious. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Dee. I mean, Cutman Jackson. I love you. It's <laughs> a cut <man>. Good morning.
2: <laughs> Anybody else?
1: Hey, man. Um, Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary? Anybody? Not holding people hostage. So good morning. Mm -hmm. This is Danette again. So just that was profound to me because sometimes I do like to hold them hostage and say, hey, you did me wrong. You need to apologize to me. You need to, you know. And then I reflect on what I may have done if, if it wasn't communicated or not said, just reflect on my actions. And I am so thankful that in the Lord, I have been able to grow. And, um, some, I'm on the phone, baby. I see some things have, they used to bother me, but they don't bother me as much anymore. And I know that's just my growth in God. There are still things that bother me now. I'm not perfect, but I have learned to. You know, I ain't going to say not trip, but just, you know, not trip and just kind of relax on the situation and pray. Anyway, I'm going to continue to learn not to hold people hostage for their behavior and and mine as well. That's it. But you could have went on a little bit longer. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Good morning. Good
2: morning this is topaz good morning uh
1: hi dion um that was a beautiful message i just wanted to say i really feel like you was just telling my whole little life story while you was uh breaking it down for us um it was i just wanted to say that i agree with you as far as the um people high school. And um it's not only that we hold other people hostage, we hold ourselves hostage. I know what I went through with not um forgiving people, having night terrors and not being able to sleep and stress that did build up that started to produce some health issues and it took a lot for me to get to the point to be able to forgive a lot of people for what they've done to me. But it was um it was really interesting. <laughs> after I had lost my eyesight for about six weeks, I kept praying, God, if you give me my eyesight back, I promise I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm you know, I'm gonna try to like grow and he had dropped something in my spirit while I was sleeping. He started talking to me about spiritual maturity. And when I got on this line initially, you guys were going through the transformation um uh theme and then um it, it just it was just really interesting just how he has been growing me and just letting me, um, you know, showing me how to forgive like people for their offenses, not even just them so much, forgiving myself. And I thought it was really beautiful. I think I heard you say this. I wasn't sure because I've been driving. I thought I heard you say, um, unforgiveness is like, uh, encephalopathy, like water on the brain. It's like, you know, I was I like, I so agreed with that because I was like, wow, it was like all while I was holding all of this unforgiveness, so much other stuff, so many other spirits were attaching to that, just that one thing, and it was like I opened up the door for the enemy to just run rampant with anger and rage, and just, I, I really felt like you was, I was like, if she don't get out of my life right now, just talk about all the stuff I didn't okay, all right, Dion, I see where we thought, I'm teasing, but um, no, I really appreciated your declaration Thank you so much. As I say all the time, I love y'all so much. I wish y'all could do this seven days a week. I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all. God bless y'all. I'm going on mute. (laughs) Thank you, Topaz. We did it for seven days a week for many years and sometimes far more than two hours. Trust me, we did.
0: (laughs) Big time. Good
1: morning, Dion. Thank you for your transparency this morning because it's allowing us to be transparent today. Um many of us have, you know, dealt with different types of battles, realizing the battle is not ours, it's the Lord. And I thank you that you share your heart and we can feel that, which allows us to do the same. We have to
0: release people that have been imprisoned in our own selves. So thank you so much. I really enjoyed your message. Thank you. Thank
1: you, Minister Jerry. Hey, D. hey, hi, good morning, sister. I was fired. Oh, my goodness, you said so much. But that part that you said, and I already posted about um, we got to stop holding people hostage to their ignorance. And that's so true, because I'm like, how do we really, as believers, how do we even have the gall to get up every day, to, to a new day, and goal is this. We are not holding people hostage, right? If that makes sense. We're praying to God. We're asking God to do stuff for us, yet we have the, man, we'll have a right if you really break down the word and understand it's a choice. You can stay stuck in it or you can get free, and I'm glad you touched on the health part of it because on Friday Night Live, we talk about it a lot. A lot of people are sick and don't even know that they are causing their own sickness because they won't let go of some stuff. People are no longer here, and you mad. And you won't forgive so if you want to stay sick stay sick but you gotta let go and it's not easy there are levels to it but staying at if you if you want to and you know you know my pastor tell you forgive in advance is not easy but it's necessary and you the scripture on first corinthians is so love 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 covers it all we gotta love but you want to pray before you ask for prayer Check yourself and make sure that you believe you receive when you pray, but you got to do the forgiveness piece. I love you to life, and I so needed that on Sunday. I'm going to just say that. Love you, sister. love you more, babe. Amen. Excuse me. Oh, I'm
0: Uh going to listen to the play Can you hit the six points again, please? Oh, yeah, sure. Hold on one second. All right. Uh, right, Hold on, I have to
1: turn on the iPad.
0: Uh,
1: Let's see. All right. So the the six points are reflect and remember. That means you got to deal with it. That means you got to deal with each and every place of offense that you know you've experienced. You got to give yourself permission to empathize with the other person. That means to put yourself in their shoes. Then you have to do the thing called forgive deeply. That means go beyond what your natural capacity is, considering we are supernatural beings or we are spirit, then we are body first, right? So that means forgive them from your soulish area. Let go of your expectations. Quit expecting them to be like you. Quit expecting them to have done the work. Quit expecting them to, to know or be aware of what their identity is then you have to decide to forgive them. You have to give yourself permission to free or absolve someone of the responsibility of being ignorant to their identity and to yours. And then you have to forgive yourself for being uh, a little kid enough. Because <laughs> cause for real, unforgiveness, and, and I'm going to say this, to be offensive, It's it's intentional, unforgiveness, is a direct reflection of your level of immaturity. If you know that it is mandatory that we forgive and you actively decide not to forgive anyway, you a kid. I don't care what they did. And I know that sounds ugly. It took me a long time to grasp that. That was was the harder (laughs) of the six. So in other words, all six of them sum up to this statement right here, Shell. Grow up. That's the sum total. Got it. Thank you, Sue.
0: Good morning. Hit, good morning.
1: Good morning. I heard two people. Let me get uh let me get both. I think I heard Kedra and who else was that? Monica. And Monica. Okay, so go in that order, Kedra, Monica.
0: Hey, good morning. Um, I'll be really brief. The part when you said um, where the light bulb went off to me and just like a stampede went through my head. Cause so much when you said uh, it don't matter anyway. You know what I mean? You been uh, <clears throat> I'll be sitting up. I'm gonna use the eye statement. I'll be sitting up, holding grudges, mad, quote unquote, stink. I don't know if anybody can that word for no reason. Just building up all that negative energy and it's going to have to come out, so it don't matter anyway, you know, and I'm like, and so then that's when it came in. like, well, did you die? Did the world come to the end? Was it Day? It don't matter about that little stuff, because eventually it'll go away. It's like all part of the process. I thank God for you. I thank God for this safe place, and how, you know, I'm, I'm like a basketball. I'm in and out, but it's like I, I just thank God for the privilege because it don't matter anyway. Just keep living and serving God, knowing who you are, with the forgiveness and love in your heart. So, thank you,
1: Amen, And that's an absolute fact. That's an absolute fact. And and when you realize that that for real, you know that that little cliche saying we say, "What doesn't kill us makes us stronger." You know, it's it's yeah, a real yeah. thing. It's it's
0: a real thing. Go go ahead, Monica. Good morning. Thank you for your
1: declaration. I didn't get to hear everything. I've been oversleeping lately. I don't know why, but okay, you gotta help me because you know I try to be forgiving, and I feel like I do forgive. But you said something. <laughs> Listening to you, I feel like I I needed to ask you a question. Okay, so you saying if somebody you said if somebody lie on you or they come bringing stuff to you that somebody said about you and all this kind of stuff. You feel like you forgive them, but can you like release them and not interact with them anymore? Is that a such thing, or do you if you forgive them, you supposed to still have you know relations with that with the person that you feel like is you know somehow uh persecuting you or so let me let me answer your question so so you, you probably should go back and listen to the the declaration is in its entirety, so i I'll, I'll give you an example, and she may even be on the call, and I, I think she'll be okay with this. Somebody I love desperately like i I love her a whole whole lot, um mm-hmm. but our path started to go in different directions, and um something happened um and and I offended her, and her response was to cut me off as opposed to um to to tell me that it happened. Um, and, and like a year's time went by and she never told me what happened. She just like went away. And I was like, uh, my feelings were hurt. And and initially I was offended. And actually this particular scenario really helped me to grow a different notch because one of the things you'll learn about who I am, if I love you, there's nothing you can do to change my mind about that.
0: Mm -hmm. Even
1: when you do silly stuff, I've had people do me like a black, nasty, fat, ugly, ungrown dog um and it does not change that i love them um and we eventually had a conversation sat down and talked about it and said i love you i i even i forgave you before you asked but i had mm-hmm. to make an active decision to forgive them um and and certain things happened that i think were absolutely unnecessary uncalled for and extremely unfair but it does not negate that i have a responsibility as a kingdom citizen." to release them from the offense, right? It happens. There's nothing I can do about it. It did not negate that I got business. I got stuff I have to do. I'm not going to hold you hostage to your level of, of ignorance as to who you are and what I was in your life. However, going forward, I don't want to kick it. We go, Well, we're good. Like, I'm not. I'm not mad at you, but I don't want to hang out. And 90% of the reason I don't want to hang out is because I have a responsibility to stay an adult. And if after all the years of a relationship that we've had, you would allow something like that to impede upon the distance for a purpose, then I don't necessarily trust what that relationship meant as it related to value. And so I personally don't don't want to hang out after we've gone through um, a, a, a major unforgiveness. Now that does not stand with folks like your mother or your children and things like that. You have to learn how to mend those relationships to a degree. And if those relationships get too rocky, you absolutely have permission. If Jesus said, who is my mother? Who is my brother? Who is my father? Listen, and they didn't even really just offend him, but he had, he had stuff he had to do. I got stuff to do. I don't wanna kick it and I don't wanna be worried about if I say something is it gonna offend you. I'm too old for that. I'm fifty. No,
2: not mm-hmm. doing that. Right?
1: So but but them and whatever they did, try so people gonna lie on you, people gonna be jealous of you, people gonna mishandle you. It's coming. And I'm talking about in places that are safe. Now I'm I'm Mm-hmm. dealing with an experience right now in a place that's supposed to be safe that God sent me to do a certain thing. And I, they don't treat me well. <laughs> However, that doesn't have anything to do with what I'm responsible for. I'm responsible for a certain thing. I don't want to kick it, though. I'm going to come do this job. And mm-hmm. I ain't mad. i just, right? I'm I'm grown enough. I'm standing in identity enough to know that I have a responsibility.
0: Okay. Well, thank you
1: for that because I feel like I've released the person. I genuinely, genuinely care for the person, but I just, like you said, it's it becomes a trust issue. You know what I'm saying? It becomes like how do I know that I I feel like it's almost like friendly fire. You know, it's like oh yeah, it is friendly fire. That's a great terminology. Yeah, and it's like um, you hear you genuinely loving on a person and godly, you know, care for people, and then you're suffering stuff that seems like, especially when it's supposed, see, the problem for me is it's like you, this is somebody who is supposed to be growing in God's grace as well. And then practice yeah, right? but, but It's almost the end, like so a Judas. Type okay, of so, thing. So, yeah, but so so stop right there because now you trying to lower day process. You can't do that. Okay. Okay, so that's why I say I need help with this because, like, I'm releasing the the interaction. And I told the person I forgive them, I love them, but I just have to release them from you know my. I don't want to interact at this point, and I'm praying for so them. don't. Yeah.
2: Okay. So don't. That's that's fine.
1: That's not a, that's not a problem. And and again, you, you haven't you haven't released because you're overthinking it. Like it's literally it's a every single thing, y'all listen. Everything, everything. Not some of them. Not kind of sorta. Of, not periodically. Every single thing is a decision. You make a decision under any circumstance with any set of situations. You decide to release people. You decide to let people go. You decide to operate from a place of forgiveness. You decide how far you want to go with that relationship. It's a decision. Nothing Mm -hmm. more, nothing less. The only help you need is to make a decision. And you find that in your own identity. See, after a while, when you start to know who you are in Christ, there are certain things you won't allow to happen to you there are certain things you won't allow yourself to be consumed with
2: there are certain Mm -hmm. things
1: you won't position yourself in um compromise you won't position yourself in uh places where offense is possible right now you can't you can't control all of that but you can be aware and discerning but that comes from relationship consistently with the father You spend time in his presence, listen, your discernment gets heightened. There are certain things, there are times right now I can walk in a room, I can tell you what somebody said about me.
0: Mm. I can tell
1: you almost (laughs) as if we had a conversation, as if it came out of their mouth. And then they're trying to figure out how I know exactly what you said. I have a relationship with the Uh Father. I operate from a place of identity. Does it mean I have everything perfect?
2: Absolutely Mm -hmm. not.
1: Amen. Thank you for your question, Monica. I appreciate it. And thank you for hearing my heart concerning the matter. Is there anybody else that may have a question, comment, or commentary? Hey, um, Dion, I was trying to get in. It's, um, <clears throat> Sister Sabrina, Um, first of all, I want to thank God for you. Amen. And I want to thank God for everybody that's on Victory Prayer Line, because what you did for me, When the young lady asked to break down the six, you broke it down, right? And I'm so glad today, I think it's October 12, 2022. Got to make sure my head on straight. Amen. I'm so glad that you told what I heard is that I got a lot of growing up to do in, in, in Jesus Christ. Because there's some things I think I know, and some things I don't think I, that I just don't know. So for me, I just thank God for you and the the uh, the birthday lady. I think her name is Susan because I'm learning. I don't know everything, dear and what I heard you say. For me, I had I, I can't. He can, so I have to let him. And I and I I talked about. Those relationships with people, I, I I didn't know that I was I was holding myself hostage, and I'm still. I see, I know I'm sick, but I'm working on getting better just for the day, Dion. With the help, see, <laughs> I got to say yes, open-minded, right? honest, and willingness yes, yes. with Sabrina. Come on. I don't want to talk to me this morning. But I thank you, I, I wanna, I I for wanna, your declaration. I wanna tell you something. I wanna tell you something. <sighs> since you started calling, your sound is beginning to change. Right? So you heard me mm. say we asked the question, um, or we asked for participation of everybody's sound. See, this is the part that we don't know. When we walk around in offense, every time you open up your mouth, right? Right in Genesis, the first chapter, God said, And let there be light. He spoke a thing into existence from the purity of his um, isness, from the greatness of his imagination. Every time you open up your mouth, there is a sound. I could tell you your life story by listening to you say a sentence. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: your yeah. sound originally was so full of butter- bitterness that if given the opportunity, contingent upon who's around you, you make people around you sick. Not intentionally, it's from a lack of knowledge. The Bible says, and they perish for lack of knowledge. The sicker you are, see the enemy tries to get you to shut your mouth, But what you'll start to recognize is the more that you begin to declare the truth of what he says, the more he starts to do the digging in your heart. The more he starts to reveal to you the places and the areas that need healing, the more you start to face things and deal with them. Because we we spend all our lives trying to ask why that happened. The reality is it happened. It is useful and par for the course. Right. And so even to have the humility to say, I got a lot of growing up to do. Yes, ma'am. And this this is a safe place to do it because there's no judgment. I was ignorant. I didn't know. The reality is you don't know what you don't know until you learn it. And you'd be like, I had no idea <laughs> is that. That was a thing. I had no idea that I was holding myself hostage. I had no idea that I could be free from that. I had no idea Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I am the righteousness of God. I had no idea. See, but when you start to take those bitter words and take those words and start to declare the word that he spoke over you. When you start to ask him, God, show me what you've written in the scrolls. Crack open the scrolls and allow me to see how you favor me, how you designed me perfectly in your image. It changes your perspective of you. And then it starts to give you the courage to change your perspective of others. Because I guarantee you, every person that you're holding hostage has a story just like yours. Somebody did them first. Mm-hmm. That's where empathy comes in. That's where that's where the ability to forgive them comes in. I remember my mother came and knocked on my door, and we were at the, the height of our ookie i mean at the pinnacle of it. We hadn't spoken probably for about mm, I don't know. Tam probably could tell you better than I was because at that point I had been checked out. I was borderline numb. <laughs> my baby was so sick, and I needed her. I, not just not that I just needed her. I wanted her. Right, You know, I desired yes. her presence, and she did not have the capacity. She knocked on my door, and when I opened the door, I saw my mother, but I saw the little girl that had been mishandled and mistreated and and rejected and abandoned i saw I saw how God saw her from my own place of healing. Do you understand? Mm. I had been yes, doing I the do- work to heal my own heart. I could not hold that little girl hostage to behaviors that were operating from her adult body. I had to let her go and it changed everything. And even now, every now and then, she'll do something that's (laughs) re-offensive. And i just be like, child, anyway. Once upon a time, I didn't have the capacity to do that. Mm
0: -hmm. I didn't know
1: that I was ignorant to the fact that I didn't know who I was and she didn't know who she was, right? It's a process. Give yourself permission to respect the process and keep showing up. I don't care what happens, Thank you. but keep opening your mouth. You are more Thank than you. welcome here, honey. We got a, we got the capacity to love you well. That's the goal. Amen. Thank you. Amen. I love you, Dion. I love you. <laughs> Everybody yeah, have a you blessed you. Wednesday. <laughs> you too. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Ebony. Hey, Ebony. Good morning.
2: Um, I was really listening to your declaration this morning, and it really, I'm sharing it as well, but there's something in it that really just spoke out to me, and um, it is actually what some of the tests that God has actually been putting me through at this workplace, and it was um, the first time when things, when I was being offended, and by, um, and it was intentional. God told me to humble myself. So, I think, you know, I know that God will meet you where you are, and I understood I, because I he knew that I understood humility. And I think that's why he spoke to me humility instead of forgive, you know, forgive them, because I humbled myself first and then I had the, you know, and I had to quiet myself as well. So now that I'm listening, I'm still dealing with these people you know, at this job and um he told me don't work against them, work with them, even though the treatment is just so horrible. Um in reference to my um my abilities and what they're actually doing at this point right now. And so um for the humility portion I, I definitely got. Um I'm still feeling a certain tinge or, you know, annoyance. Um so I'm, I'm sitting here now like, okay, I humbled myself because the attitude is not showing itself, right? The, the enemy is not able to um, attack me in that part to where my, my attitude is actually showing, right? So you, you physically can't see it because I have a face that if I'm upset and I look at you, you would already know what I'm already thinking. So by me humbling myself the appearance is not the, the appearance has changed the voice has changed and things of that nature however when i'm getting something and i'm seeing something the internal part has not changed so right this is where i have to go into my spiritual maturity for the forgiveness and the, the thing of it is is that when you know that um i was up for a promotion and instead of them promoting me they actually interviewed me i had a great interview Um, I told God, if you just let me just sit in the seat, I just know that I am qualified because you don't get interviewed unless you're qualified. And so he was, he's checking me like, okay, well, if you really meant that if I let you sit in the seat, you know that you're qualified, you know, you understand that I'm the one that promotes. And so if I had been anybody else, I would have already had the position. However, they put a whole nother, they put a, um, a monkey wrench into the game and um, never even gave me my, it's been a month and they've never even given my decision on how my interview went. And, I, and they came in there and asked me what position did I want. They wanted to offer me every position, then the position that I actually um, interviewed for. And I had to sit there and and stand in my boldness and say, I want the position that I interviewed for. Why are you guys offering me everything around the clock but what I actually interviewed for? And then so they were like, well, we're just going to use that. We're just going to hold off for a little bit. So they never even came back to me. And it's been 30 days. And God was telling me, "Don't, don't complain. Don't complain. Don't, you know. And so now I'm listening to this. And I'm not complaining to you. I'm just sharing. And I'm just like, God okay, I got the humble part, right? I'm working with them. I'm sharing information. I'm kind of, at this point, I'm quietly so, quitting, you so know? So wait,
1: so I, I'm going to stop you. No, no, you don't. You don't have it.
2: I don't no, have what? The, the humility the part? Humble
1: part? Uh-huh. No, ma'am. Humility begins in your heart. It has nothing to do with your expression. Listen to me. So, so okay. two things. The, the first thing is every single thing, that we deal with on a regular and a consistent base is never about an external display of emotion or lack thereof. It is always about the position that our heart holds and whether or not you understand, remember I told you just a a few minutes ago, I was telling Ms. Sabrina, I can hear your heart. Your heart is annoyed until you get Mm -hmm. that out of your heart. He's not going to promote you because you, you still not ready because you feel like you deserve it doesn't have anything to do with that everything comes from inside out right no different than genesis 1 28 27 through 28 everything adam needed was inside of him until you align your internal posture with your outside expression he's going to keep you right there let me give you an example until i learned how to separate myself and spend time in god's presence he gave me a job that kept me in the house, I used to look out the window and cry. <laughs> Literally. This was when the call first started. This was almost nine years ago. I used to be like, mm-hmm. okay, Lord, I got it. And he was like, no, you ain't, you ain't got it to here. <clears throat> right? And I, I I would do my very best to try to camouflage that I wasn't offended. But the reality mm-hmm. was, I Mm -hmm. need to move it around, right? So I was playing a a manipulative game with myself. See, God can't be hoodwinked. He don't care nothing about what Mm -hmm. you say. I'm telling you, I hear offense in your voice, right? So until you get that out, he's not going to let you move. So get comfortable in your job and don't work with them. Serve them. They're two different things.
2: Mm -hmm, That's
1: good. Right, working with them, I was you, you mm-hmm. act like you're doing them a favor. This is not about them, this is about the nation that you are called to. Yeah, this is not about your qualifications, this is about your posture. If you learn how to serve them, I would go above and beyond in an effort to serve them as opposed to expecting that you're working to get something. Do you understand? If you never get anything, if your posture changes. The promotion may not even be at that job. He may promote you out of That's obviously. right. That's right. He may he That's may right. tell you to quit the job. Then what? <laughs> right. So so quit. Qu- you talking about humility, no, ma'am, you ain't got it.
2: No, ma'am. <laughs> sorry. Well, it was I'm on the sorry, surface. That's what I was not understanding <laughs> yeah, was I had it. We don't got time for that. But now her. I'm listening. <laughs> Right, but now that I'm listening, <laughs> well, I'm like, okay, now I gotta do forgiveness because I, I still feel that, you know, that that pain, you know. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I have to start for forgiveness and yeah, do of, it until it I, doesn't. Yeah, until it doesn't hurt that's anymore. That's the goal. Until
1: until listen, not till it don't hurt anymore, until you forgot that it hurt to begin with. Mm, that's
0: good.
2: That's good.
0: I got it. I receive it. Thank you so much. I love this prayer
1: line. God bless you. Keep going. God bless you back, sweetheart. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. Yes. Good morning. I heard somebody else. Let's get an order real quick. Who was that? Who was that? Mr. Sharp. Oh, that was me again. That was Topaz. I'm sorry. I'm going to let the young lady go first. It's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, daughter. Good morning. Everything you said was absolutely the truth. And one of the things that, um, what the Holy Spirit, um, had told me, um, after my brother was murdered is that forgiveness was for you. And forgiveness is for you, Charlotte. And I received that and, and, you know, it's a choice. I, I chose to forgive him. And with that, God began to give me compassion, um, for him and his family. And um there's another story behind that. I won't go into that. And then lastly, um I'm not sure why I thought about uh the narrative of, of the mad black woman. I I I'm just saying and just listening to you to you speak and it brought to my it was brought to my mind that, you know, a lot of times our culture have that, that narrative because of unforgiveness, because of the trauma, because of what we had to endure. And, you know, we come across as mad black women, but it's really the unforgiveness that we carry around. God bless. Mm -hmm.
0: It's true. true. Very good. Go ahead, Tofay.
1: I just wanted to say. Oh, good morning again. Sorry, y'all. I just wanted to say that um, as I was listening to the other people speak, it was like God had brought something up. Um, I had a situation where this young lady who I've been crying my heart out to, had ended up sleeping with my boyfriend. And it was like, I was telling me to forgive her, telling me to forgive her, as I was going through this whole spiritual maturity, how he was trying to grow me. He grew me so much that not only was I able to forgive her, let me take it back just a little bit. I called my sister, hoping she was gonna get in cahoots with me and get angry about the situation, but she didn't. What she brought to me was, she said, do you remember when they killed my baby? my 16 year old nephew at the time. I said, yeah. She said, you know why I donated five of his major organs? And I said, no, she said, Because I forgive the person, don't matter who it is. I'm I'm not going to court, none of that type of stuff. She said, I forgive them because my baby will still live through other people. And I was like, wow, it weighs so heavy on my heart. And then I'm like, here I am angry about this girl sleeping with my, you know, my ex-boyfriend at the time. And she could forgive somebody that killed her child, you know. And, And the thing was, is as God was like, you know, talking to me and growing me. And um, leading me to forgive this person, I forgave her two weeks before she called my phone. And I had finally got it all the way out. And then God told me, you know, like, uh, you know, to show that I forgave her, I needed to pray for her. I had no idea why he wanted me to pray for her. He had me to pray for her. She ended up getting diagnosed with stage three cancer. I prayed for her and everything. And um, she called my phone. I had a dream two nights in a row. I had a dream about a car accident. I said, I don't know nobody that got this color car. I don't even know what this means. I didn't know God was trying to give me a warning as to what was getting ready to happen. I got a call at 4.30 in the morning. I usually leave the house at 5. I, the call that I got was a call to say that my cousin, my first cousin, had passed away. And I was so grateful that I forgave that woman because she didn't have to call. She didn't have to send a message. She didn't have to say anything. That was the first information I had got. I might have had to wait, I don't know how long until, you know, the police or until my uncle or somebody else had contacted, but that was the first person that contacted. So I was really grateful that I did do what God was asking me to do as far as forgive her and then giving me an assignment to pray for her. That was you know, it was kind of hard at first because I was like, well, pray for her. And it was funny because he started taking me back to the scriptures. You know, if you have an ought against somebody, you know, you bring that to them or whatever. And, and then, you know, you can come to me and ask me for forgiveness and I'll forgive you and things like that. It was just a whole big old deal, but it definitely softened my heart. And as the young lady just said before me, um, gave me some compassion, especially after finding out what she was going through. So, um, I'm just grateful that I'm I'm learning how to forgive and not forgive when I want to or in my time, but forgive as God puts that in my heart to forgive quickly. So that's all I want to say. Sorry, y'all. I'm going back on mute.
2: It's okay. It's okay.
1: Amen. Amen. Good share. Good share. Amen. Anybody else? God be praised. Well, we are approaching the hour. Um, again, it's a fast day for us. I pray that something that I said um, birth deliverance in you, keeping in mind that um, in many cases, truthfully, deliverance is a decision. Uh, sometimes you vomit a yawn a spit or whatever, but other times you make an active decision to employ the truth of God's word for your life. And that's hey, more Dion. than enough. Yes, Let's
0: go ahead. Dion, this okay, song hey, I just wanted to tap
1: in real quick. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Rochelle. Thank you. I was able to listen to the message and he sleep now. and uh, Thank you for the prayer for my father. But I also wanted to say this message was on time about forgiveness um, and about having an assignment to where you had to forgive in order to get through and keep going. Because if you didn't, um, you wouldn't have been able to see what was going to come to pass. In just a little bit, um, what I didn't share, because I know you and I talked in the background is when my father passed out in the hallway and he lost a lot of blood. If I hadn't started to forgive and go through the process, my father would have bled out within 30 minutes on the floor two weeks ago. So the young lady that said what she just said prior to, thank you for that, but forgiveness is key. And listening to Lady Liz's message yesterday, it's not for them, it's for you. So I just wanted to say that and just thank you all again, because without DB, I wouldn't be where I am I am right now. I just have to keep saying that. So I just want to say I love everyone. And again, thank you, uh, Diamond
0: in the back. What's going on mute. Uh, amen. Leon
1: also before I finally was able to get off mute, I was able to get in there, Yvonne, getting her together. But so it's such a powerful declaration. But what cup
0: coming to me was
1: what we did yesterday on um conform to his image. Um it was some, it was a positive positive I wish I had the book right here, exhortations Negative ex, um, exhortations. And when I was just thinking about that, it was like, even in forgiveness, because, you know, we got to speak positive. We got to speak those things out for one another. You know, I believe that's also a key in forgiveness. You know, instead of just doing it on your own, use those, you know, um, your sound, like you said, and those exhortations, you know, just, just for them, for one another, for each other, our gifts. That he has given us, you know. I really believe that helps us in forgiveness. Especially when you say we don't forgive about how we we, we um don't heal. You know, that's why we're not healing. These wounds, you know, i we think about that, that's even in you know, our body, you know what I'm saying, how they're connected to these spirits of unforgiveness. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for how you just brought that all just to awareness, you know, so we won't be ignorant. So, glory be to God. Thank you so much. Oh, oh wait a minute.
0: Here goes, Yvonne. Hold on. You don't want to die.
2: You going it to work, me, man? It made
0: me feel good inside my child.
1: Well, I'm glad you feel good inside yourself, child. God
0: <laughs> <I'll> be praised.
1: Bless <laughs> you. Hey. Amen.
0: Amen. Love you, girlfriend. I love you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Anybody else before we go? Hey, Dion. Hey. I
1: love you so much. <laughs> um, so just real quick real quick, outside of all the the
0: nuggets you shared, um, when you said, well, two things. You said unforgiveness is an immature
1: response um, as a Christian. That was uh, so profound because you can think because you know all the scriptures or you read the books of the Bible, read the whole Bible two, three times. Or
2: you, prophesy you speak in tongues that you are mature in your faith but if you're holding on to often you're not you're nowhere near as mature as you
1: think
0: number one number two
1: um there's a lot in the process of uh becoming purpose where you realize you're not in control um of the of a lot of things outside of outside of you right you can't control other people's process you can't control um some of the disruptions that happen. You can't there's so much you cannot control. But one of the one one of the things you can control is on the inside, which is the posture of your heart. And deciding to not hold on to things that no longer should matter. Beautiful.
0: That's all. I love you so much. I'm going back on here. Okay, girl <laughs> Amen.
1: Anybody else?
0: Hey Dion. Hey girl. Glorious.
1: I've been running in and out, so I just want to um, say thank God for this month of forgiveness. I have to go back and listen to the research because, like I said, I've been in and out because of work. But the the message and the lesson and the growth that this lesson on forgiveness is giving me has been such a blessing. I even scheduled. Uh, I I called and made an apology to um, to um, um, my. Uh, I, I mentioned before on the line about not wanting to be around my ex's fiance, but I'm called and apologized and have scheduled a lunch date for us to go and sit and have oh, lunch. Come Blessed be the name of Jesus. I'm growing up, sister. Yay! That's so dope. I like it. That's
0: a big girl.
1: Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Look, God, big girls that God is blessing to do big things, God to do big big missions, big forgiveness, big love. And the message one of the things that He told me early this year, and I shared it before, He told me on one of my prayer walks, That he wanted me to, the Holy Spirit said, I want you to experience, I want you to, the same way you experience unconditional love, I want you to be unconditionally forgiving. So the same way you, I forgive you, I want you to experience forgiving other people that way. This was at least about three or four months ago. So I um I'm I'm appreciative of him allowing me to still live and and experience that. So I'm going back on mute.
2: Okay, girl. I appreciate you.
1: <laughs> Thank you for sharing and I'm excited that you you have uh made an active decision to grow up, honey. Y'all, we got to grow up. We got to grow up. We got to grow up. It's important. Super. Super, super. Amen. Amen. Well I heard somebody else come off mute. Go ahead. I did come off mute. Hey Dion, this is Danette. This has um since I've been on this line this has really, really blessed me and opened my heart and my mind, um, just to what everyone goes through and I don't have a church home anymore. I used to belong to St. John's Missionary in Richmond years ago, and I used to belong to Penny L years ago, but after, um, which was in El Sobrani, after I stopped going to Penny I said, oh, I'm never going to church again, and guess what? I never went back to church, but I want to be able to give a benevolent, and I have went on your, um, your victory.org page, and for some reason, I just can't do it. Like like the app or something is not pulling cool up. So if you can just kindly give me like the you know how you know so I can give a benevolent um, that would sure. be great because this has grown me and I want to make sure that you continue to grow as well. Thank you. Well, I I appreciate that and I appreciate all of the giving. Um, it it absolutely goes to making sure needs are met. Uh, we have the ability to show in to folks, and we're about to do a, a Thanksgiving drive. So I'm super excited about that. You guys will hear more about that um, in the immediate future. You can cash that at um, Declare Victory Now, and I'll go on the website and, and double check the PayPal link because it, it actually should be working. It also gives you an opportunity to... Um, You can set it up so it shows once a month or things of that nature. And keep in mind, while we get on this call every day, we don't do a whole bunch of begging, but it it absolutely takes resources. And sometimes I like to send the admins because a lot goes into making sure you can access the call after the call ends on multiple platforms. And those things are absolutely not free. I just pay for them because that's what I've done for the last nine years. But just a heads up, we appreciate every gift given. Um, and and ap- appreciate you all even considering sewing here outside of your church homes. I'd like to, um, I don't know what city you are in currently, but I go to church in Richmond. You can always catch a flyer on my page. I go to a place called Life Restoration Ministries. My pastor's name is uh, Batois Jackson. So, just so you guys know, I am submitted to a leader myself. I think that it is imperative that you have a place that you fellowship consistently. Um, It is good for you. It is good to learn how to be submitted um, to a higher authority than yourself. Everyone needs a pastor that they can physically call, everybody needs a body of believers that they can actually assemble with. It's important. You should have a local church home. This is to help support and grow who you are so that you can go into your local body and support and grow the pastor or leader that you are assigned to, not just in deed, but literally to be mature enough to be able to teach because the goal is discipleship and evangelism. I don't know if you guys know that that's, that's my only goal. That's all this is, is evangelism and discipleship. If we can get healed, we can help others to heal. That's the ultimate goal. Uh, Monday through Friday, right, is to make sure that you are equipped. Amen. Don't forget that I need videos, especially from y'all that have been here for nine years. Listen, if you don't run me a video, I'm gonna want to fight you, and I'm gonna have, to, I'm gonna need to uh, go through some forgiveness exercises. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would really appreciate it. Um, it would mean a whole whole bunch. Um, yeah. And that's it. So, um, again, do me a favor, Donetta, try going back to and just hitting the give button. And, and will you tell me, like, inbox me what happened, please? I'm going to do it right now. I just did it, and it, it went fine, so I'm not sure. Okay. Just the she, huh? the she can I scroll out, all the way down again. to the bottom and hit the donate button, well, and can... that works as well. Okay, okay, so there's a, there's a regular donate button, but then even just the giving hands, if you click on that, you can set up recurring um, if you mm-hmm. wanted to, just FYI. And at the end of the year, I think a lot of uh, jobs will give you an opportunity if you want to, even if it's just $10 or $20 a $100, whatever it is, $1,000, $10,000, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we got needs for a people to meet, that's really my, my ultimate goal. God will always take care of this. He has, even when I did not have, he made sure that I had enough to make sure that this platform for the last nine years has been available. It's not a charge. You just pick up the phone, you dial in, and it's folks that have been around for nine years that fade off and bounce back in. But just know this, it is established. It does not require me. God did this. It is not the doings of Dion at all. Period. Obviously, <laughs> y'all do not need me. <laughs> I just happen to be an ornament on the tree. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. So, uh, well, we so, love okay. you, Dion. We love and,
1: you. And I love. I listen. Y'all have no idea how you saved my life. Let's start there. Like for real. This is not a game. I I don't. I don't take it lightly. I don't take it for granted. Um, y'all y'all the the folks especially and even as we are talking right now, there are eighty nine people on this telephone at eight, twelve in the morning. We've been here since six o'clock. It's it's a big deal. I appreciate you all. You have kept me on the wall because I knew that somebody else was depending on me. You have helped me to cut back and cut down and rearrange and reestablish some things. So You guys don't just love me i love you and appreciate you and appreciate what god has for you and your life don't don't think it's just not a one-way street i am very 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 grateful very grateful thank you all amen so we will meet back here at 5 p.m today after our fast if you have never fasted before listen I'm i'm telling you something i'm telling you something i'm telling you something Do whatever you can, even if you just hang on until three, right? Push back your plate and ask the Lord to begin to open the eyes of your understanding. I want you to walk in the greatest victory. Listen, 2023 is about to be bananas. If you would line up with what He's already said about you, I promise you, not just results, but results for your children, results for your grandchildren, results on your job, the favor of the Lord resting on you in a very different way. But you've got to be able to hear His voice and you've got to be able to know His presence. And in order to do that, Sometimes it means giving yourself to prayer and and fasting. I'm sorry. It is so worth it. It's the best investment I've ever made in myself. Changed my life. All right, guys. I'll hear you at 5 o'clock. I love you. Have an amazing day. Thank you for all of those that have given just here in this last couple of minutes. You are appreciated. God bless you. May he multiply it for you a hundredfold in Jesus' name. Amen. Here you guys. Amen. At five, if not, I will Amen. hear you tomorrow. Have a great day, everyone.
0: Yeah. Have a great day. Love you. Love y'all. Have a good day. Have a good day. Love you. Amen. Amen.